coach Amy Ingram at Kaufman High School. I got next. You next up and you ain't been on sports like talk. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you better hit him up. Look, you breaking next, you up next. Keep the coins on hard. Rise a star on the big scene, make them know who you are. You don't break a sweat, don't set up for less. They put you through that test, your resume that flesh. Who got next, who got next? SLT, heard it say go. Who got next, who got next? Living my dreams and all your goals. Who got next, who got next? You can ask B. Jones or head coach. Who got next, who got next? You next up, so here's my vote. Just- got next living your dreams and your goals welcome back sports life talk family to another fire episode of sports life talks you got next a platform that gives exposure to the voices of tomorrow real people real story real conversation right here with some banging guests amazing human beings who are doing big things and oh my goodness dfw area we home now the sports mecca of america one more again we bringing y'all some of the heat right here from our local prep circuit i don't know kevin i get excited when we get to show some love to our local coaches because these guys out here playing in one of the most difficult areas to play basketball or football i have seen in the nation i would like to introduce you guys straight out of camden arkansas the kaufman lions let's go lions (laughs) y'all stand up we got amy ingram the head coach of the girls basketball team in the building coach how are you doing today doing great how are y'all we good now, Coach. We got you on the show. We good. We good, Coach. Well, listen, thank you for joining the show. Sit tight because we're going to get to the initiation and we're going to tell everybody about your story and how you got to the seat of Kaufman in COVID, right? That's a that's a crazy story, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to get there in just one second. But I am your host, the mouth of the South, B. Jones, the Louisiana, Mr. Yeet himself. I'm rocking alongside of my co-host, my colleague, my brother from another mother, the head coach, KT. Yeah, backstage she said she give she said she heat you up a little bit on them threes. I mean, I don't know you. I you good? Well, I see you over the swing a little bit. I know. I'm glad I didn't hear about that because I had to accept that challenge, B. Jones. So let's keep on moving. <laughs> oh, Kaufman! Hey, the Kaufman girls team. Y'all hear them now? Y'all? Hey, no, y'all hey, roll them up in the no comments. Part of them. We can go. Hey. You know what? Forget it. They, they want to play. Y'all roll them up in the comments. Lions go. I'm a lion for life, baby. I heard that basketball. I heard that gym is pretty good, B. Jones. I can get some. Hey, check this out. If this is your first time watching the show, first and foremost, we want to say thank you so much for checking this out. You could have been on any channel. There's a million sports shows, million talk shows for you to sit down, give us 30 minutes of your time. It means the world to us. Kevin and I are working tirelessly to give you amazing guests like we got today, give you amazing content. So we need to ask one small favor before we get started on this thing. On the count of three, Kaufman, DFW, show us some love. Smash that subscribe button. Are y'all ready? Coach. Can we get can we get your girls team? Can we get all can we get all of them to come on and dribble the ball, do some layup drills, and then smash that subscribe button? Can we They would love it? I'll get them to do it for sure. All right, here we go. Kaufman, here we go. One, two, three. Ooh. 
Hey, thank y'all for that love. Come on in. Get a hug from y'all, big brother. That's right. I'm going to love on y'all because y'all showed us some love. And check this out. We got over 180 episodes of Sports Life Talks. You got next. Olympians, WNBA players, coaches. This thing is bananas and we couldn't do it without you. But without further ado, probably hard as concrete, the hardest working coach in the game right now. I tell you what, she probably ain't got an ACL sitting right there under that desk right now, but she's still going to give y'all the business. Arkansas very own. Amy Ingram, are you ready? I'm ready. For Sports Life Talk initiation. I'm ready. Let's get it. All right, to initiate you into the SLT family, you got to give us your top five music artists. Okay, I, I love country music, so Alabama, Tim McGraw, uh, George Strait, the king, got to go with him. And then a uh, couple more that you might be surprised about, but uh, I, do, I do love Christian music too, big uh, love uh, Mercy Me. And uh, a little hidden one, I went to high school in the 90s, graduated in 94, college in 98, so Jodeci was oh, one of mine. And then Casey and JoJo after that, th those were, I love them. Baby, I had won't you just stay? Yeah. What you know about that, Coach Ingram? What oh, you I know a lot. Forever, my lady. I mean, I, oh, yeah, they can sing. <laughs> well, Coach, it's funny that you mentioned Tim McGraw because he's the one I listen to. I don't miss the country, but I do love the song that he has called She's My Kind of Rain. Yeah. Oh. Hey, what about his wife or his ex-wife, Faith? No, they still together. They're still together. Oh, they're still together. I'm yeah. walking by yeah. Faith, baby. I walk by Faith. Hey, you <laughs> know Shout out to Tim McGraw. Hey, John. <laughs> Go drink some water. Calm down, sir. Right, give me some of your favorite sports teams. Uh, favorite sports teams, of course, the Arkansas Razorbacks. I bleed red. I'm very passionate. Just enjoyed watching the baseball team qualify for Omaha. Uh, I was this close to do a pig suey, and it didn't hit me. I was like, man, I'm a black you bingo. I, I can't tell do you it. how to do it right. I'll so let you do it. You, Watch do it. you do it, coach. Do it, coach. Because I can't, I can't stomach to do it. Well, you got to do the pig suey. If you know anybody from Arkansas, if you see anybody walking down the street and they're wearing an Arkansas shirt, man, we just all, hey, hey, you from Arkansas? And automatically it's like you're you're related to each other. You know, you pick up like you've known each other your whole life. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't do that, B. Jones, being a Florida Gators fan. All right, so <laughs> who's your favorite superhero and why? Uh, superhero, I, I was thinking about this, uh, probably the Incredible Hulk in the, you know, in the 80s, that was a huge TV show and I, I, I loved the Incredible Hulk, that was one of my favorites, I loved it when he said, you know, you don't want to get me angry, <laughs> you wouldn't like it when I get angry. Yeah, the Lou Ferrigno Hulk. <laughs> oh yeah, that was the best, the Lou Ferrigno, that's the best one, that's the best Hulk. Alright, so since every superhero needs their own theme music, what would your theme song be? Well, I, I got to go with Eye of the Tiger. When I was a kid, I would, you know, that song, Rocky, that, I mean, that was just, that's the ultimate. If you're a competitor, man, that's that's the ultimate song right there. Yeah, I think everybody can ride with this song, BJ. Everybody knows what that song is about. <laughs> it just does yeah. something to you, you know, get you ready. All right, Coach, so on behalf of the SLT Nation, we want to welcome you into our family. So, B. Jones, take it away. Coach, uh, we so excited to have you on the show I, I don't know shout out before the show kevin this is not a nomination video but she was like man b i saw y'all work with coach carruthers and brick britain so it's, it, instantly we was all i was like hey she already part of the family so <laughs> coach just welcome to the show and i'm so glad to have you on here let's let's start this out because i'm from shreveport louisiana and we kind of got a little tight you came down to my city of time too but tell us a little bit about camden arkansas and tell us a little bit about your time growing up there 
Well, I grew up there. Uh, my parents are from Camden, and I grew up there for a few years. And then uh, my dad's job moved us to Oklahoma for a couple of years. And then I grew up a lot in Texas and Louisville. But, I, you know, I'm, I'm an Arkansan. Uh, that's I claim that state. And then we moved, you know, uh, I was in Louisville for kindergarten through sixth grade, moved to Spokane, Washington. I went back to college at Southern Arkansas in Magnolia. But, yeah, I know a little bit about Bossier City and Shreveport. We, you know, we would... <laughs> We would play all night at the casino sometimes and then drive back in for our 8 o'clock classes. We'd eat some breakfast and then drive back in. For Waffle breakfast. House? Was it that Waffle House, Coach? We, pro- we probably hit up the Waffle House, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Yeah. What was it like in Spokane? I know you talked a little bit about that being a huge basketball community. What was it like, you know, hooping out there? Because I know at that time you you were playing, right? When you was in yeah. Spokane. Uh, play, yeah, played in high school, played junior high, high school. Um, yeah, um, it was, uh, it couldn't have been a better move for me at the time. You know, I really didn't want to leave the South. My dad's job moved us away from all our friends, but it ended up being a really good thing for me in the school I went to it was West Valley High School. Give a shout out to the Eagles. Uh, but it, it, it was, uh, had great coaches up there. Uh, it was a good community. And for me, you know, I was a shy kid and really that's where basketball kind of opened up a whole new world for me and helped me become a leader. Um, you know, and I knew since the seventh grade, I wanted to be a coach. And so I really appreciate my time up there. It, I, I had, you know, some great experiences being able to go to camp at Gonzaga, uh, John Stockton's camp uh, a couple of years. Um, it was really awesome to grow up and go to high school up there. But football wasn't, it's not like Texas where football reigns. Basketball is huge up there. So Yeah, yeah. That's that West Coast. Yeah. <laughs> That's that North, North West Coast. Well, Coach, I, I, I would be, I would fail at my job if I didn't highlight one specific year in your career. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's an important year. It, it kind of made you who you are. It made you tough. It kind of it kind of built a lot of your lifelong principles that you're using today as you coach these young women and these young these young ladies and get them up and going. But your senior year of high school. You tore your ACL up. Not tore, ladies and gentlemen. I'm from Shreveport. She tore it. She <laughs> tore her ACL up, ACL up and continued to play not one but two sports on it, Coach? T- I did, yeah. Talk, talk to us, Coach. What was going on? Well, we were get, soccer was in the fall, and we played soccer to get ready for basketball. So I was, you know, had four games left in my soccer season. We started open gyms to get ready for our season in October uh, for basketball. And I was up there one night, came down on a layup, hit somebody's foot wrong. And I just knew immediately, I was like, something's not right. I got back up and fell back down. It felt like something was missing in my right knee. So I went over, hobbled over to the bench and sat down. Everybody's like, are you all right? As I see my knee just getting bigger and bigger with fluid. And so uh, I got, I had a red Nissan Pulsar with T-tops. That was my car I had in high school. So I hobbled out there, put my right leg in the passenger seat and drove on my left I went to my best friend's house, which my parents were not too happy about that, but I just was in that mode of, oh my gosh, what did I just do? And uh, shortly after that, got the diagnosis of a torn ACL, and basically the doctor said, you know, this was 1993, and he said, you know, uh, you're done with sports, and that just really, no one's going to tell me no, so I said, no, I'm not done. What do I need to do? I will do it, because I'm playing basketball and I'm playing softball. In my senior year, you got, you know, so uh, I ended up playing and I can tell you a lot of things I've gone through in life since then that got me tough and can face anything because that was not fun going through to do the rehab uh and and having to you know at basketball practice my coach would say hey you know you don't have to do all run these lines I'm like no I'm up there and he knew it would hurt and the pain in my eyes they'd have me go ride the bike I'd, I'd come back into practice and and finally about the second round of district I started feeling like myself again but uh, it, it was it was work. But, it, you know, I'm just if someone tells me I can't do something or you can't do it or we can't win here, 
I don't believe that. We're gonna win there. We're gonna we're gonna do it. Yeah. We're gonna work at it. So my kids don't have any excuses when they tell me something's wrong with them. Like, give me a break. I tore my ACL. Come on. Well, coach, Coach Ingram, I got asthma, so I just want to just want to go go on record. I've been like, suck it up, get your truck, let's go. Way on inhaler. You can carry while you run. Run with your yeah. inhaler. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Coach. But uh, now, now, do you ever think like, hey, you know, like. Now somebody has ACL surgery, they back. Sometimes they back before the next season, right? I mean, it's like times have gotten crazy. We saw a kid who hurt himself in the summertime of football playing the Super Bowl, right? That's how that's how the marvels of medicine. Have you ever thought about like if you would have had the same technology that your career would have been going, or would you have continued to play at a, at a high level? Well, I think still today they would still shut you down, you know, uh, just because if you want to play in college, I think they'd still do that. I have a kid right now that just is coming off ACL surgery and uh, she does. She's not getting she did it at the beginning of our season this past year and they're not releasing her until November. So they're still being careful with her. I had a surgery a year later when I went to college just because my mom was afraid. You know, I was in some classes and I was a PE major. And so I hurt my knee again in there. She's afraid I was going to fall down the stairs at school. So I went home Christmas and had surgery. But uh, I, yeah, I mean, but it, it, I, I played in the knee brace and, uh, you know, you've got the scar. So I look at that when I notice coaches, that's the first thing I look at is people's knees. And you're just kind of you're in the club like ACL, ACL. I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, coach, you bleed Arkansas. I know if we cut you open right now, it's going to be a, a Arkansas tattoo or something going to fall off. But, uh, <laughs> but with that being said, you chose to move to the Mecca. You chose to move to the DFW area and come to one of the most difficult places to be a coach. And so what, what, what made that decision? What impacted you? in that short time of that five or six year period from kindergarten to sixth grade what how did texas make the make that decision in your mind hey i gotta get back here one day well i tell you i had an excellent pe teacher at Howard village elementary school in Louisville isd and her name was mrs Irwin, and she had a, a love for uh sports and teaching you stuff and just in texas i feel like they just do everything the right way here and you know, I went to, you know, went to high school in Spokane and we didn't have off season. We had everything was after school. So you did strength and conditioning and then all your sports practices were after school. But you come to Texas and it's like the best of the best are from Texas. So if you want to, you know, prove yourself as a coach, then to be a coach, to be a head basketball coach in the state of Texas is something that's, you know, something I dreamed of. And it's just, I mean, I'm just grateful that I have the opportunity because to me, this is the best of the best. We have a great coaching fraternity here, um, great organizations, Texas High School Coach Association, TGCA, uh, girls, uh, or uh, TABC. It's phenomenal here what they do for their coaches and how we have in-season and training for our kids and we give them the best. So that's why I always wanted to come back to Texas. You can, you win here, you're doing something. You're accomplishing big things. Well, we're going to talk about that in a second because you, you got a lot of them wins on your, on, your, on your record, but you actually had to earn kind of that way to get back into coaching, right? I'm looking at some of the statistics. You had to go to middle school to just become a dog. I'm, I'm talking about you dominated in middle school for about, what, four or five seasons? How, area champions, by district champions. I mean, what, what is that? So with the playoffs? seven out of eight years so i mean you had a lot of success early well i started at irving isd uh, at austin middle school and uh in 1999 and we went undefeated that year we're the city champs in the eighth grade and i thought man i am i am wonderful yeah i started putting my resume out there for these head jobs and didn't get one single phone call so really <laughs> reality hits you real quick that hey you gotta work and i'll tell you at Irving High School, a guy named Terry Spradlin used to be the head coach. He's since passed away, but remained a friend of mine till the end, supported my career. 
he introduced me to a lot of people. He got me connected with Samantha Morrow in Mansfield and uh, with Larry Tewell, who was at TCU at the time as an assistant. And from there on, he connected me to so many people. And I just, I'm so grateful because every stop I've had, I've been a lot of places because I worked my way up from a junior high coach to a freshman coach to a JV to a varsity assistant yep. to a head coach. I wouldn't trade working like that for nothing because it's really taught me a lot about what you need to be successful. And I really learned a lot from all those head coaches. So, and really coach Morrow at Mansfield, I really learned how to build a program and how to organize it. And I still do some of the same things that she did, you know, uh, back in 2001, 2003, when I was at that school. So I'm very fortunate. I've, I've had great experiences everywhere I've been. I've had some tough experiences, some learning experiences on how to do things better or, uh, you know, things happen to you that you have to just move on and, and do other things. But yeah, I'm just I'm very fortunate, and thank God that I've had those experiences. I I I will sit here and be just fully transparent. I could I think coaching is amazing, but to sit where you're sitting at and the challenges of being a coach over the last three years has been just chaotic. I mean, I don't know how our coaches have done it. You got mass school shootings. You got to you got you got to take care of these babies. You got mental health. We're starting to be more exposed to how kids are handling these types of issues. You got COVID. COVID came down, ran rampant, tore, tore schools up, tore families up. I mean, it's just like objection after objection, hurdle after hurdle, challenge after challenge. But yet, you still found a way to take a team or a, a program at Kaufman who had a, a horrible six years and then y'all found some success. Tell us a little bit about interviewing during COVID and how you landed that job and what have you, what has transpired since? Well, um, you know, uh, built the program at Birdville into a state-ranked team and worked hard, had some great assistant coaches, some great players there, and kind of didn't know if I wanted to keep doing it or, or doing it again and um, kind of got the itch to want to build another program and, uh, you know, uh, Got the call about the job being open at Kaufman. And, uh, you know, it, it's, I, it was just a God thing. God knew where I was supposed to be. Um, things happened at other places I've been at. But it's like, I think, you know, God has you go through those experiences because he's got something better for you. And I really think that's how I ended up at Kaufman. And I couldn't be happier here. And, it, and like you said, going through, I mean, I had to interview on a Zoom with, I mean, who's ever done that before? I mean, like, you don't get to show yourself. It's basically on a video. And you, like, are they... How's this going to work? I had to send in my documents. They looked over that stuff. And then, I mean, just totally a strange thing that happened. But I tell you, when you got God behind you, things work out. And uh, it, the, the job worked out. That first year was a COVID year where we had like basically half of the season, you know. It got shut down for a few weeks. We were 8-14 and 14 that first year, 2021. 20, uh, and then uh, this year, we went 19-14. and 14. So we pretty much doubled our wins this year. Holy got kids. Around. Yeah, got yeah. kids believing and working, and uh, you, know, you just had a lot going against you that first year when you come in anywhere. You know, changing the hearts and minds of kids, and then COVID on top of that, and then all these protocols. You know, if somebody gets COVID on the team you play, now you guys got to be out a week. And so I'm glad, hopefully, that's over with now. So, but it was. I don't know. <laughs> they say this, the case is spiking again. You had to find a way, you know, and I, I told you before, if people tell me I can't do something, hey, we're going to find a way to do it. So they never say die. Never say die. All right, coach. Well, let's talk about the fun stuff. You you had the opportunity with your young ladies to sit out, sit on court and celebrate a tremendous milestone for yourself. You won over 200 games and, and tell us tell us about how, how how joyful that day was being able to celebrate that with your Kaufman Lions. 
Your lady well, Kaufman lines. Yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, it, you know, the kids, I didn't even say a whole lot to anybody. You know, uh, coaches, we, we kind of look at that stuff and you see and you're like, oh, man, I might get 200 wins this year if, if we win so-and-so. And you're kind of thinking through the season in the summer. Well, it might happen. Um, and then, in, you know, some of my kids after the game was over, Coach Ingram, you never told us this was your 200th win. And so they got excited. We were at Community High School. And uh, they wrote on the board 200 wins. We got a picture. And, and, and just to be with that team for, you know, building with those kids, uh, I'm just grateful that I got to do it with them because they're, they're a fun group of kids. So it was fun and a special moment. And then a couple games later, they presented me with a game ball at the, at the high school from our athletic director, Jeremy Burleson, and our girls coordinator, Denver Stone, and, and made a big deal. Called my parents. My parents were there. Had a cake afterwards. So, I mean, Kaufman's just first class. It, it was great. It does sound first class. Yeah. Now, Coach, I, Kevin, I got one thing. I'm going to give it to you. Okay. This whole entire show, Coach, you 20 minutes into this thing, and you have not stopped smiling yet. Now, if I, <laughs> But yet, yet you said it very clearly like, hey, I'm going to push you. I'm going to press you. You you are going to become a diamond here in my program and under my tutelage. I mean, so do, how, how, do the, like, how do the kids consider you? Do they think you a mean coach? Do they think you a fun coach? Are you a players coach? Are you a disciplinarian? Like, what what is the rumor? What what is the street saying about about Coach Ingram? Well, I mean, I think as you get older, um, you kind of mellow out just a little bit. I think in my younger days, I might have been a little bit harsher, but I've always been truthful with kids. I've never lied. I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, they're wonderful when there's things they need to work on, and I'm not going to tell them they're terrible when there's things they can work on to get better. Um, and that's just kind of my philosophy is uh, staying positive with the kids. And um, I've never had, you know, the teams I've coached at where I've had a bunch of kids that were going D1, or just an exceptional athlete. I mean, I've had a couple of good shooters, but we just get kids that will run through a brick wall for you. And I think that's your relationship you have with kids um, and motivating them every day. And just, they take on, you know, my personality. Like I'm a big Kim Mulkey fan, love Kim Mulkey. And I feel like that's what, you know, she's very tired on the sidelines. And that's how I feel like I am too. And I, I get after it and I'm tough on them, but I love them up too. And I spend a lot of time with them. We do a lot of team dinners. They'll come over to my house and we do, I mean, it just, you know, it's a family. That's why I tell them. You're, you're in my family whether you like it or not for life if I coach you. <laughs> coach, I was going to say it, but I was going to get reprimanded after the show. But I wanted to tell you so bad that you remind me of Coach Kilmoki. <laughs> uh, the whole show, I'm like, man, she got that Kilmoki vibe. <laughs> but somebody on somebody who's an LSU hater. Well, that's a huge compliment because she's one of the best. <laughs> no, she is dope. I'll give her that. All right, so let me piggyback on that question. So we asked a question on our show, which you can watch Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Central on our YouTube and Twitter page, would you rather be loved by your players or feared? Oh, I don't think fear is the right. There's a good amount of fear you want to have, you know, That's like right. respect, but you know, you want your kids to love you like a family. I mean, it's your, fa it's your family. You know, you go through a lot together. I have a lot of those times we see those kids more than their parents do during the season. And so, That's true. uh, I mean, I feel it. I feel it is a love relationship you got to have. It's sometimes it's a love hate relationship. It depends sometimes on the player. But I think after it's all said and done, like I had coaches, you know, but later on you look back, oh, this is why they did that, and you really appreciate them for being truthful with you and being tough on you because they might not have gotten everything they could have got out of you if they didn't push you to that next level. So, coach, he said spatter rod, right? That? He said spatter rod, right? That means you gotta <laughs> have a rod. You gotta have it though. You I can tell you my dad spared no rod when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> spatter rod save a child, but you gotta have that rod. That was my mama told me. Don't make me use the rod now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that worked out for you too. B Jones, I I think it's time, man. Coach, 
Welcome to the championship rounds. This is the part of the show with Kevin and I. We go head to head and you are now officially calling the shots. Have you ever played Would You Rather before? I have not. Oh, well, this is going to be fun for you. It's going to be fun, but it's going to be very simple because both Kevin and I are going to present to you an option. Based on which option you select, that host will gain a point. The first host to gain two points or the best out of three will win this episode's game of championship rounds, but it's all about you. So be truthful and answer to the best of your ability. And I'm on a nice win streak right now, coach. So let's let's keep that mojo going. Lines up. Let's go. Here we go. Coach. Amy Ingram, would you rather coach a player that became a coach, wins a ring, and says that you gave them the blueprint, or coach a player that went to the WNBA that goes to the Hall of Fame and credits you for their success? Oh, gosh. Uh, Probably the first one. Like, that would probably be a little bit more. Oh, man. I'm glad you hit the wrong one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was excited. I thought I was going to lose that one. Well, hold on, BJ. Let me just say this. All right, Coach, before you answer the next two questions, just realize that I'm the one that reached out to you. I'm just saying that. All right, come on, B. Jones. I'm ready. <laughs> All right, here we go. Coach Ingram, would you rather the Kaufman Lions? Y'all fought all hard all year. Y'all made it through the playoffs, and y'all are sitting in the locker room before the championship game, not knowing if you're going to win, lose, or draw, or win your district title five years in a row with a chance to make it to state. So you got you got one guaranteed trip to that championship game or you got five rings, but you don't know how far you're going to get in the playoffs. You can be ousted in round one each year. But you know, you, you're about building programs. So think about mine. I think, I'm probably, I think I'd probably do the one with the five district chair. I think that, you know, you look back and you celebrate those things later on and have those teams come back and it would be oh, great to have that experience. <laughs> There you go. That, that's the B. Jones I know. All right. So round three, four doll. Would you rather host your own cooking show where athletes and celebrities share their favorite places to eat in their hometowns or would you rather host your own YouTube basketball pickup series where you get to interview athletes, professional athletes or college athletes while playing basketball, shooting like 21 a horse in the gym that you all that they grew up in? Well, I like to eat, so I'm afraid I'm going to have to go. I love all kinds of food, so I think that would be oh, the streak right is now. over. <laughs> so, thank you so much. I hate losing to B. Jones, and thank you. I got my belt back. <laughs> I love it. Hi, B. Jones. You can carry on now. I'm happy. Coach, I had you playing with John Stockton. In the game of 21, y'all was going to there John. rap about what it was like coming out of Gonzaga. Hey, that's my guy, John Stockton, Carl Malone. That's why I love what I run today. A lot of uh, pick and roll. Best oh, pick God. and roll duo. Hey, best pick and roll. You know what, Carl Ever, Malone? ever, yeah. You know what, Carl Malone? I really don't care where he's from if you're going to say Louisiana, so we can just move on. Put your L's up. Arkansas, Louisiana connection. We the boot. We the whole boot. When you put Arkansas with Louisiana, it's the whole boot. All right. So, Coach Kaufman. I mean, excuse me, Coach Ingram. Everybody on here is so excited about your Kaufman lady lines. What does the future hold for you? The title of the show is You Got Next. So, tell us, what does the future hold for you, your team? And just personally, what are some things that you want to get accomplished? Well, uh, you know, when I t- took over the job at Kaufman a couple of years ago, I looked at their history and they, they went to the state tournament in 1992 and they hadn't been back since. And the program's kind of had a lot of different head coaches. Um, 
And so I would like to, you know, grow the program here at Kaufman and get back to the state tournament. I think that's the ultimate thing coaches would like to do. But other than that, I, I just hope that we we are creating good people who come back and, you know, raise their kids in Kaufman because that seems to be what they do here. And we have some phenomenal athletes down here. And it's just a great time to be a Kaufman Lady Lion. And I'm, I'm looking forward to what the future holds here. And to me, I always say the sky's the limit. You get kids that buy in, that work hard. Who knows what we're going to do at Kaufman? All right, Kev, your team played against the, the Kaufman Lions in 92, didn't it? All right. So you're trying to be funny, huh? <laughs> Just saying. That's why nobody <laughs> likes you. Look at the book. All right, Coach, do you have any shout-outs you want to give? Uh, I want to give a shout-out to my mom and dad. They've been uh, my biggest rocks and supporters my whole entire life. Uh, my Lady Lions and uh, any of my former players out there, uh, it was a privilege to coach you all. Um, and I hope you're doing great things in life. And I hope you're, you're I hope in, uh, life is going well for you. And y'all better make sure y'all subscribe. So tell them that too, Coach. They got to subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. This is a great show. You need to go back and watch all the shows. They're awesome. <laughs> yeah, be, be like Coach. She watched all of them. All right, so this is a part of the show where you get a chance to call out the person who should have next. Tell them, hey, I got a chance to rock with B. Jones and KT. I told them my story. Why don't you do the same thing? With that said, Coach, who are you giving your game ball to? I tell you, uh, if you've ever heard Jill McDill at Sunnyvale, she was at Rockwall, won a state title, and she's at Sunnyvale. She's in our district and won a state title. But, uh, you know, I, I think she's done some great things. I really respect her highly as a coach. Um, and I've had her come down to a clinic along with Brooke Britton um, and uh, Jeremy Durham from Brownsboro, who just won the state title this year in 4A. Um, but I had her come to a clinic, and she is great. X is a nose person and uh, got a lot of good drills. So I steal a lot of stuff from her. So Jill McDill would be who I who needs to be up next. Jill McDill, you are on the clock. We will be reaching out to you soon, Coach. Be ready for it because we got to have you sitting in the hot seat and uh, become a part of our family. But Coach Ingram. I don't know if I, hey, you are, you are the real deal. You are thorough. I, I just love your passion. I love your persistence. I love your patience. I love your thoughts process and how you really putting your all into these kids. And even in your bio, I, I felt the energy coming out of your bio, what you were all about. Cause you took more time. You took more time to give us some insight on you. Like nobody else has done in coach Ingram. You truly are phenomenal. And you got next sports life talk nation. Thank y'all again for rocking with us. Oh my goodness. I, I had a hairs on my arms. I wish I could just roll up my hoodie right here so y'all can see them. But man, this is why we do it. This is why we do it because right here in our own backyard, DFW has some amazing stories and this is just an example of it. Don't forget to smash that subscribe button. Slide in our DMs or, or on our IG page. Tag in five friends to any post. Let us know who you are. We're going to send you over a free Sports Life Talk t-shirt. That's just a little promo Kevin and I got because 2022 has been a blessing. You have been a blessing and we appreciate you. So we want to show you some love. Just share with five friends so we can keep this awesome momentum going. And don't forget to come check us out live Wednesday nights, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Kevin and I we stream, we talk about sports, we talk about relationships, we talk about pop culture, t-shirts, hoodies, you know, I mean, it don't matter. We're talking about whatever y'all want to talk about because it's an interactive show with the fans. That is Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time. Kevin, do you have to literally wear the belt the whole time after you win? It's kind of disgusting. Well, B. Jones, don't let me win and the belt won't be on my shoulder. Though. I promise you, you won't win again. It's time, it's time to ice you out. That's all right. All right, Kevin, you found coach. You did the homework. I'll let you close this thing out, man. Final words. Coach, thank you so much for rocking with us. We're, we were for real. We're coming to a Kaufman game that more than Absolutely. one. Absolutely.
I got you some great seats, and I appreciate you guys for what you're doing, especially for women's basketball and for coaches. It's awesome. So thank you all. Coach, can I be the towel boy just one game? I always wanted to do that. Sure, you can sit on the bench. We'll, we'll get you. You can be an assistant I coach. Do, I, no, I can drop a play, Coach. I got to play the against a 2 3. It's going to work every time. <laughs> Hey, Coach Ingram, you the truth, man. We so we, hey, we so appreciate you coming on the show. Sports Life Talk Nation, we love y'all. Stay safe, be blessed, respect each other, and love one another because together we are better. And keep dreaming big because you never know, your story may be the next one featured on Sports Life Talks. You got next. Yeet! See what's crazy is I knew you had next because you always working, you always grinding, you're in your bag because you're always working. Like in due time, I just I knew you got next. Oh, you did it, huh? Crack the code. You got next, you smashing goals. You want next, you need exposure. Well, sports like talk out the baddest show, like the baddest hut in the room. Podcast is tuning too just for you to talk your shit. Talking mushroom, you are what you eat and you should consume. Sports like talk from the late night to the afternoon, then rest repeat. Hit the like, leave a comment, or subscribe so you don't miss a beat. You got next. Just a small taste of a winning meal from a chef type of celebrity What's up next is you, at least you better be Yeah